Kate Mary! You binge watch your average Netflix show and you just want to talk to someone about it. We need to talk to someone we about it. We need to Louis. talk to someone about it. Work. Work. Work, 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 work. Back at work, 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 work. Back at work. We're going to be back at work. I love Bandit's response to Bluey wanting to play work. Oh, oh, hey, what's up? We're here for the job interview. Job interview? We're playing work. Ah, work. Ah, work. Like, just, (laughs) to be fair, Bandit never responds well to any game that Bluey suggests, I've realised, which is funny considering how much he then throws himself into it. But I can definitely relate to him on the work front because (laughs) who wants to play work? (laughs) To be fair, the only games I really enjoy are the ones that I usually suggest and even then it's five minutes max and then you're kind of like, oh, do we have to do another horsey ride? No. (laughs) Um, Hi, Kate. Hi, Mary. It's so nice to see you. We are back at it and back at work. Is this the first Bluey ep that gets quite political? Because, bear with me, I I really read this as kind of incisive commentary about the casualisation of the workforce (laughs) and possibly the overall futility of the (laughs) capitalist system. Like, is that what you're getting from work? Wasn't quite going down there. I guess I was going down the path of, um, you know, it's a commentary for for me. It's a commentary on people who work in a job that they don't necessarily like because they're afraid to chase their dream job, whatever that may be, whether that's building drain pipes or dancing Gene Kelly style out the front of their house. Do what you love and you'll never work a day in your life. Just ridiculous. Isn't it the worst? Get off my Insta feeds. Yeah, I mean, I'm a big fan of Elizabeth Gilbert's book on um, Big Magic, where she's basically like, you shouldn't expect your creative outlet or your passion to necessarily be your income. Okay, that's interesting. Yeah, it was a really interesting theory because... um, I quite liked that because I think as soon as sometimes as soon as you start trying to monetize the thing that you really enjoy, it does actually take the joy out of it a little bit. You're saying we're never going to make money from this podcast? <laughs> Not saying that. <laughs> oh, actually, we never are. We were saying that um, if we could work out a way to get some dollar bucks so that we could basically fund our holiday in Brisbane for like the two months over winter that are the worst, that would. <laughs> That would just, you know, set us up, really. Yeah, yeah. okay, cool. That's a goal now. We'll see how we go with it, though. (laughs) We've got the whole financial year to think about it. Yeah, but, um, no, Elizabeth Gilbert, so, for example... I love um, floristry. Yep. Okay. I did a couple of floristry courses and um, love flowers and thought maybe my last maternity leave year when I was off with Will, I thought maybe I'll try and get some sort of side hustle going. Uh huh. And I really quickly realized that I actually didn't enjoy it as much as just doing it for pleasure and fun. Right. So. You know, I think it's great having lots of creative outlets and obviously this is a huge creative outlet for you and me through the podcast. (laughs) But, yeah, I just... I quite liked um, Elizabeth Gilbert's theory that you didn't necessarily... Like, when you put money pressure on something to support you financially, it doesn't actually necessarily lead to more joy or can sometimes 
make it feel more burdensome. That's true, but I guess we got lucky because studying journalism mm. and going into that field was it fed our passion, it fed our creativity. Mm. Um, but now we're on the other side of it, yeah, and we're seeing our industry kind of a wasteland of clickbait. Yeah. Uh, don't mind me, I'm just slightly bitter. Um, <laughs> that it does make you wonder, well, can we be happy with not pursuing our dancing dreams like Bandit because mm. we've, got that, we've got that other job <laughs> yeah. that um, is something to do with our creativity and our passion already. Like I think... If you weren't passionate about drain pipes and you were working in drain pipes, I think that um, would make the pull to just pursue and just monetize your passion a lot stronger. Mm, potentially, yeah. But then I also know people who are quite happy to go in and it's like an etch a sketch job. You walk in, you do your work, and then etch a sketch and you lift <laughs> out, and, and the day's over, and you don't carry any of it with you. And that can also free up mental space to do other things outside of work, too. So. Yeah, there's all, there's all sorts of that's courses. true. Although and I was going to say, Mary, you know, like we can romanticise journalism as lot of, as much as you want, but there is a lot of like particularly showbiz journos. You know, you're waiting outside the front of a hotel in the hope that you might see Justin Bieber or something. You know, or, <laughs> they or were your grand, glory days. You'll grab Simon Cow for a five minute chat, and I can tell you now that was not my passion for journalism. <laughs> that's true. I mean, I but think we went in with passion. We went in with passion, and you know, when you get a great story that you feel really proud of that's a huge moment but there's a danger with becoming too romantically attached to your work that you do you know because I think every single job no matter what it is will have a lot of positives and a lot of negatives as well even at Ludo I'm sure they feel pressure with delivering the right thing and you know yeah yeah definitely I feel that with every job there there is a lot of stuff that you necessarily day to day you may not be licking the floors (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, but there's definitely stuff that you'd probably avoid if you could. Yeah. This is not how you treat employees. Chef can't talk. (laughs) Now clear those windows. (laughs) Clean them with your bottom. My bottom? Do it. I have to say, when I first saw, because when the new episode were, were being slightly previewed mm-hmm. on ABC Kids, and um, I think the little bit of Bluey saying, now clean the window with your bottom, yeah. was one of the clips, and I was like, oh my God, Bluey's jumped the shark. Uh, <laughs> like, it seemed ridiculous. It but seemed in crazy. the context of this episode pretty reasonable yeah and I mean my kids always laugh when the word bottom is mentioned Mm -hmm. so you know maybe they were going for the laugh but um yeah I thought initially I was like oh god this episode is not gonna work it is actually work is such a cool episode and I think I love it because of the the throwbacks to like the golden age of Hollywood um style scenes yeah I really love when bandits out in the street and Bingo. Actually, we should just rewind for two seconds because the job interview that Bandit undertakes <laughs> before we get to the golden age of Hollywood Absolutely. dance scene, it's pretty hilarious. Are you a hard worker? Oh, definitely not. Oh, it's okay. And what about you? Rabbit. Excuse me? Rabbit. Oh, she's a frog. Oh, we've never hired a frog before. But I've got a good feeling about you. You're both hired. And they get to the point where they shake hands and Bandit says, I definitely won't regret it. 
on a side note, when Ludo did the deal with Disney, one of the illustrators in the team on their Instagram, I think her handle is Art of Gnomes. Yeah. Um, she did a great illustration of that moment of Bandit saying, I'm definitely not going to regret it, but he's wearing Mickey Mousey. <laughs> and they're like shaking on the deal. Oh, God. So, um, yeah, I hope that wasn't... Um, I hope this deal works out much better than that It's going to work out so much better. No yeah. one's going to be cleaning the windows with their butts. Yeah. <laughs> and no, def- definitely... Disneyland does have a lot of windows. Yeah. Mm, no. But, yeah, I think the office scene... Poor Bandit really wanted to have a dancing workplace. So, this is a dancing work where we do lots of dancing. No, you make drain pipes. Oh, okay. Can it please be a dancing work? No dancing. Yes, boss. No, you're the boss. (laughs) Which I love how tapped into that Bingo is. Bingo really understands, I think, Bandit's dreams. Or perhaps Bandit is playing up to the fact that he knows Bingo loves dancing because there have been a few references to how much Bingo is into ballet. She's got her little ballet doll and And the ballet music box. Yeah, the little, um, I don't know what they're called, but, you know, when you squeeze it and it it sort of collapses. Stands up and drops down. Yeah, Yeah, in Granny's she's playing with that. And then was there a, did I see a preview of a sort of... um, The animatic sort of... No, I saw it on someone I saw it on Twitter Twitter? or something yeah and it was bingo dancing yeah in like a rotunda yeah so that must be coming up in the next season I guess so yeah I'm excited to know that bingo is a um a dance girl because I dreamt of being a dance girl oh really (laughs) did you ever do dance classes oh so many um my first like ballet experience probably when I was only no six or seven um the dance the teacher told my mum like after first or second class oh she's never going to be very good (laughs) (laughs) so I gave up on ballet tried tap I went to class after class where we only did one routine to the Beatles love me do and I still hate that song (laughs) I did Irish I did Scottish I could still pull out a Scottish fling I reckon yeah um I never knew you possessed. Well, um, it's all been brought home by watching the Wiggles as well. Oh, How yeah, obsessed yeah. with they with like Highland dance and Irish dance. Well, and Emma Wiggle is just ridiculously talented. Yeah, and of course in ballet as well. So yeah, there's mm-hmm. a bit of crossover there possibly in the next season with just um, Bingo's love of so ballet amazing. and the Wiggles' uh, obsession with dance. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Bingo is Bingo knows that bandit's real dream is to be dancing yeah and i love how how her subtle frog-like ways just set the whole thing up ah mm. <laughs> no one wants my drain pipes how will i get dollar bucks oh dancing well i did always love dancing let's see if i've still got it but we've all got that one person don't we in the workplace like i don't know it's for me it's my work wife katrina but mm-hmm. yeah who just sort of picks, um, I don't know, you just meet those people sometimes who see something more in you that you didn't even know you had and try and, like, encourage you to go for yeah. it a bit more. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah, man, I wish I had a work life like oh Bingo. Oh, I'll be a work wife. <laughs> Jeez, it's basically like your own little cheer squad. Yet. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, that would be great. Yeah. So, yeah, we get to Bandit having lost his job mm. and outside. Um, love the cameo from next door Wendy, who's yeah. always already been horrified that he was cleaning the window with his butt. Is she Judo's mum? Yes. Yeah, that's yeah, what I, I thought. Think so. Yeah, yeah. Um, equally unlikable, do you get that? 
that. Like, Wendy, I feel, is the hyacinth bouquet yeah. of, of bluey land. <laughs> like, you know, and she comes across Hard all snooty. Like, yeah, yeah. Although, much like Lucky's dad, she's not seeing the best side of the healers, possibly. <laughs> she's just getting the butt slapping and the, you know, window cleaning yeah. and the begging for money outside the house. <laughs> But I feel like Lucky's dad just goes for it, like he goes for it a bit more. Like I don't know, he sort of yeah. just embraces it and rolls with it. Whereas yes. yeah, Wendy just seems a little bit stuck up. Yeah, I think I know which the favourite neighbours yeah. are. <laughs> uh, where were we going with that? Oh, so so yeah, Bingo. So it's raining, it's miserable. Um, yeah, Bingo hops out with her cute little umbrella to remind Bandit that he could um, continue dancing. I love her little actions. Yes. Um, And this was a really real moment for me because a lot of my friends work at um, News Limited. Okay, yeah. And there have been huge redundancies only in the last few weeks. So a lot of my friends who I used to work with all the time are now in a position where they're they're sort of like, well, what's next for me? That's a huge moment to be having, I think, for anyone. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, for... You know, when you start to then think about side hustles, like if you've been in a job for decades, it's it doesn't come easy to yeah. suddenly reinvent, especially when no one needs your drain pipes. Yeah. So you know, it's so tough. it's about working what transferable skills you have and trying to yeah, it, it's really hard. And we all need a little cheerleader like Bingo. She really sort of yeah inspires Bandit to to cut loose absolutely and speaking of cut loose when he does start his amazing dance do you get a footloose vibe from that first little like you know jumping up and down on the spot yeah um for me it was all Gene Kelly singing in the rain yeah absolutely although it has been raining and it disappears and yeah um, amazingly, you can find out more about Bluey not just through us, but through the Wiki fandom pages. Oh, which yeah. um, I don't know who's put them up, but uh, I'd say there's a few contributors now. And when I jumped on the work one, it had the tidbit that the music he's dancing to, although it doesn't have lyrics, is very similar to Electric Light Orchestra's, Orchestra's Mr. Blue Sky. Oh, amazing! I did not know, but. As usual, went down a rabbit hole. Yeah, yeah. Tell me more, Mary. <laughs> Look, I don't. My knowledge of seventies music is pretty much a great big black hole, and I'm pretty happy for it to stay that way. To yeah. be honest. Yeah. Why? There's so many amazing artists: Joni Mitchell, Elton mm. John. I don't know. It's just I missed it. I can't catch up now. Yes, I've can. given up on. it. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Well, and I love gonna... the 80s so much. The 80s are pretty <laughs> and sensational. But anyway, all I knew about ELO to date was that it is absolute like fact that any op shop record collection you ever go to there will be an electric <laughs> light orchestra album there like in its vinyl perfection yeah um but yeah this mr blue sky is really cute the lyrics fit the the lyrics that we don't hear in the sh- in uh work kind of fit the vibe it's the sun is shining in the sky there ain't a cloud inside it stopped raining and then it's a real message about um doing what you love to then make other people happy it's like uh which is gorgeous yeah perfect um i wonder if joff bush who does the music for bluey got inspired because um at the end of the 2018 commonwealth games which of course were on the goldie yeah you, yeah you say yeah like yeah you remember that i'd already forgotten that happened <laughs> really? <laughs> um it was I, only last year i only remember because um yeah we came up for a holiday on the goldie Oh, no, last year. 
2018. Was it? Oh. Yeah. Oh, See, no, you had so forgotten. See, this was a non-event. It um, really was. I'm so, sure it was big in Queensland. But. Well, we went up to the Goldie maybe then, because I reckon it was 2017 we came up, the year before we went on holiday with you. Yeah, movie. okay. They and would have been building the tram tracks then. And yeah, because the trams were a problem. So yeah. they were preparing for the games. And everyone was talking about the games, but yeah, the games itself I have little memory of. Yeah, well, you probably don't know then that the 2022 games are going to be in <laughs> Birmingham, which is where ELO is from. Oh, wow. And the launch of the next we go to Birmingham, they use this music awesome. uh, to like launch the journey to Birmingham for 2022 so um so yeah maybe Joff picked up on that maybe it's just a really good song it's got that kind of um day in the life vibe yeah like, it's really peppy and I really like it. It's going to go on my rotation. Yeah, I really like it too. And the way that they've sort of said it, it's almost like a like what they did with La La Land, like a kind of a modern um, ode to the Technicolor glory yeah, days. Yeah, well, of, it's, it's um, so ba- so very. You know, they just go for stripped back color. Yeah. Um, as bandits dancing around, and yeah, it's it's a very kind of surreal, dreamlike sequence. Yeah. Um, but. Once he's finished and they're back to real life, who should come along? <laughs> yeah. Well, because, you know, he's just doing this for love. And he then is. all of a sudden, actual love comes a calling. <laughs> Bravo! <gasps> I am Bavlova, the famous ballerina. <gasps> it's her. Ruby! My dance partner has sprained the ankle. He is weak. A little froggy told me I could find a new dancer here. Um, so Chili comes out as Pavlova. Do you know, my first thought when Chili appeared and announced herself as Pavlova, the ballerina, yeah. uh, my first thought was, oh, yeah, that makes sense because she's from New Zealand. But <laughs> <laughs> it is not the ballerina that's from New Zealand. It is only the dessert named after her. Um, and, yeah, I think in the recesses of my brain, I did know that she was Russian. Yeah. <laughs> But anyway, that's that's so, the first place my brain went. Yeah, and for those who aren't familiar with um, Russia's most famous prima ballerina, I and think she's the world's most famous yeah, ballerina. I, I would surely. have argued. Yeah. So Anna Pavlova was um, one of the first ballerinas to do a world tour, apparently. Oh, so, nice. Yeah, she was um, the principal artist of the Imperial Russian Ballet and Ballet Russe. and then yeah, she toured South America, India, and Australia, New Zealand. And when she was in Wellington, Mm -hmm. that's when they brought out the dessert. But did you know that she is also responsible for the Mexican hat dance, becoming Mexico's national dance? (laughs) I know, random fact and totally unrelated, but, you know, we love a tangent. Um, So apparently she danced the Mexican hat dance when she was out there, but in, like, full ballerina style. And the audience loved it so much they started throwing the hats. And then the the Mexican government basically went... That's our national dance now. <laughs> so, yeah, so she's changed lives all over the world. What wow. would we do without Pavlova at Christmas yes. if it wasn't for Anna? Oh, thanks, Anna. Long dog alert too. In the end of the audience, there's a little white long dog okay. as one of the crowd members. Yeah. yeah. Oh, they pop up everywhere. Um, and, of course, yeah, lucky that P- 
Pavlova just happened to be wandering past oh, Brisbane yeah, as show, <laughs> yeah, as a bandit um, had, fell on his tough times. <laughs> I love that Chili's line on this is tonight I must dance. Yes. Like the game is going to go until tonight. Yeah. <laughs> like what time is it? She's really committing to the long haul there. <laughs> yeah, and then they, when they're dancing, it is obviously night because they've set everything up and it's twilight well, and the lights Well, it was on. genius on her part. She's like, okay, kids, now go set up the backyard, yeah. get the audience, put up the fairy lights in the tree. Like, Yeah, she probably was making dinner, cleaning the house, got rid of having them. a bit of time to herself. Tangent again, but on one of the groups we're in on Facebook, someone posted today that the game the kids were playing that day was the first one to come back in the house was the loser <laughs> and the mum's like I know who the winner is though I'm like yes. yeah you <laughs> totally know who game. the winner is I love that game so yeah maybe Chili's on the same page um <laughs> just love how proud how proud Bingo is of Bandit for following his dreams and I yes. wonder like if if this outside the game this is a connection they have that she loves dance because he actually does love dance. Yeah. Well, he's um, got the moves. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and Grandpa has the moves, Bob. <coughs> yeah, yep. true. Yep, so it's in the blood maybe. Yeah, well, I love that line in, um, oh, I can't remember the name of the song. It might even just be Teach Your Children, but um, Teach Your Children Well. Yeah. So teach your children well and feed them on your dreams and the ones they pick the ones you'll know by, which I really love because, mm. you know, it is so easy to get bogged down in the drainpipe business or whatever it is you're doing <laughs> and just forget to tell your kids what you're passionate about. Yeah. Um, and kids take up, like, apart from the drainpipe business, kids are taking up so much time as well. Yeah. So actually remembering to hold on to what makes you happy mm. is going to make the kids so much happier as well. And you can't be what you can't see, right? We've talked about this quite a lot. Um, how are kids, you know, meant to be encouraged to follow what they're passionate about if they're not having that modelled, mm -hmm. you know, that actually you need to make time. Sometimes things aren't going to go quite right, that you need to be persistent and it's a constant learning journey as well. So, yeah. Yep. And eventually you will get that podcast about a kid's show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it took a while to warm up to this episode, but gosh, I love it. I really do too. And I think this was one of the ones that um, Joe had some assistance with writing. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I've forgotten that. So this was one of the episodes that was written um, by Claire Renton yeah. as well as Joe Brum. So um, it's one of the she's one of the storyboard artists I think for Bluey. Yeah, um, Joe said that um, Claire and I think also Beth um, yeah. both helped with writing a couple of the episodes yeah. in and the past season. Zoo, I think, is the other one yeah, that they worked yeah. on. And it's interesting because this one does have a very slightly different feel to some other Bluey apps. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, but I really think it just works really well. Love it. Good work, guys. And, yeah, keep it coming. <clears throat> I think it's making me slightly, you know, it puts work in a kind of light, I suppose. <laughs> I will ask you about this when this episode goes to air. <laughs> yeah, see if you still feel plan. similarly. Last favourite thing about this episode, that Bingo's big finish is just ribbit like she does not break character for this entire app oh it's she is a good little ribbit froggy ribbit. Ribbit. and the dame in the glasses yeah she's great and i even love how bluey nudges um the toy next to her polly and yeah. says uh, i used to work with that guy because <laughs> isn't it the case like so often when you stick your head up above the pulpit you always have um the critics who yeah. are trying to pull you down mm -hmm. and um 
Yeah, I know we definitely had a few people raising some eyebrows when we said we were going to do a podcast about a children's show, but look at us now, baby. Absolutely. So many people saying, I used to work with those guys. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. They actually still do work with us, though, yeah. so you know. Um, Kate. Mary, you can find us on socials, I think is what the, oh, yes. thing. the work of each episode. The work of each episode. <laughs> so if you like our work, you can continue following our work um, during the week by uh, logging onto Instagram, which is at BlueyPod. Yep. Twitter is at BlueyPodcast. Email us as well. At, um, which is bluepod at gmail.com. And we're on all the good places that you find your podcasts. Yes. Um, till next week. Gotta be done. It's gotta be done. Bye. Work, 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 work. <laughs> I don't even know that song. Don't you? It's Rihanna. Oh. Hi, Rihanna. Love it. What is that frog jumping on my work? And what are you doing in my chair? I'm the boss now. What? Says who? Says this. Oh, this all looks in order then.